Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. I just want to say I hope that you're having a great day today and I hope your morning is going well or whatever time of day it is you're listening to this and I pray that everything's going well at your home. So we've been, um, uh, this is Pastor Miller by the way, and we've been talking to you uh, for a couple of episodes and we're going to do a couple more. Uh, I don't know exactly how many, but talking about things that happened at night. And I'm trying to key on uh, great things, good things. But there's a couple things we may talk to you about that's not so good, uh, where there were some problems even that happened at night. But I want to direct your attention here, if I could, uh, to the book of Matthew uh, in the four Gospels, chapter number uh, 14. And let me see here. I think we'll start... Uh, reading, I think I'm going to start reading to you here in verse number 22. Verse 22 says, Straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitude or two multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain to pray. And when evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Because Jesus, now he was walking on the water. So Peter here, he interjects, if this is not a spirit and it's really you, Lord, uh, bid me to come on the water, or in other words, to walk on the water. And the Bible said, Jesus said in uh, uh, verse 29, the Lord said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. So did Peter walk on the water? The answer to that question is absolutely yes. But the very next verse said, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And then when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. So 
<clears throat> we see here a very great miracle that took place. But I, I want to I wanna go back here into uh, uh, some of the, the first parts of this chapter and tell you a few uh, events that had taken place. Now, at the start of this chapter, one of the Herod family, uh, the Bible's Herod, the Tetrarch, heard of the fame of Jesus, and he sent his service, and he thought it was John the Baptist risen from the dead, and that he had came back to do these mighty works for, you know, Herod had, had uh, laid his hand on John and bound him and put him into prison. And then uh, the Bible said, why did he get mad? I mean, why was, why did he put John in prison? And it was because, you can look at verse four, I believe it is. Verse four said that John simply told uh, Herod, said, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife your brother Philip's wife. And so he didn't like that kind of instruction or preaching. So because of that, he had him put in jail. And you know, folks, we have to preach the truth. We that are preachers and teachers, we must tell the truth, even if uh, the results uh, turn out to go uh, quite a bit against us. So, they were so mad at him, the Bible said they would have put him to death then, but they feared the multitude because they considered or counted him, I uh, mean John the Baptist, as a prophet. But on Herod's birthday, the Bible said the daughter of, of, of Herodias danced beforehand, and it pleased him, and he promised her with an oath, I'll give you anything you ask. Anything now, it's you need to be careful when you start making promises like that. But what she said when he said, "I'll give you anything you ask," uh, she said this. She said, "I would like to have the head of John the Baptist." She was instructed of her mother. Verse number nine said, "So her mother wasn't a very good person, and uh, they wanted to." kill this great man of God, uh, John the Baptist. And he was a great man. You know, the Bible said this, Jesus actually said it, that there wasn't any man born of woman greater than John the Baptist. Uh, so she wanted him killed. And when she said that, uh, he did not want to kill John the Baptist, but because of his oath, uh, the Bible said that he, went ahead and had John the Baptist beheaded and uh, had his uh, head taken off and they brought it to Herodias' mother in a chamber or uh, like a platter. And Jesus heard of that and he departed by ship to a desert place apart. So this is brings us to this Part here, and while he was doing this, the Bible said a great multitude. Verse fourteen, uh, the Bible said was there. So Jesus, what did he do? He was moved with compassion, and he healed all of their sick. And then it got evening time or nighttime, 
That's, that's what we're talking about here. So the Bible said they went to a desert place, the time being passed, to send the multitude away, to go to the villages and buy themselves victuals, in other words, to buy food. But Jesus said they don't need to depart, give them to eat. And the disciples said, we don't have anything really to feed them. And this is the story. I'm sure you've heard this. This is where that all they had there was just five loaves of bread and two fishes. Now, that's what Matthew says. But actually, if you read this in some of the other gospels, it says two small fish. So uh, they were sat down in companies. And he took the a fish and the loaves. He looked up to heaven and he blessed it and he broke it. And he gave the loaves to the disciples and they began to distribute it. And the Bible said everyone ate. Now there was 5,000 men besides women and children. Could you imagine that? Five loaves, two small fish. Not only were they all filled on that a small amount, but they took up 12 baskets full of the leftovers. So what a great thing it happened. Now, verse 22, I wanted to tell you what leading up to what I'm talking about. So this was the day uh, coming up to where we're at. This is what had happened. So then the Bible said he sent the multitudes away. He went into a mountain to pray. When evening was come, he was there all alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed. I mean, the ship was being battered and tossed because of high winds and no doubt high waves out on the sea. And uh, so Jesus, he just starts to walk on the water. It was verse 25. The Bible said it was the fourth watch of the night that Jesus came to them walking on the sea. So I want to talk to you like this, folks. I don't understand a lot of things, why God allowed this to happen to John. I don't, uh, John the Baptist, rather. I don't know why that God allowed that, but God knows uh, in his timing and exactly what, is right, so I never questioned him nor his word. But when he saw his disciples struggling in the middle of the night, and he saw the boat they was in that could have easily capsized and maybe drowned them and taken their lives, he came to where they were in the middle of the night, on the fourth watch of the night, walking on the sea. Yes, I believe Jesus came walking on the water. I don't believe it was trickery. I don't believe it was magic. I don't believe it was just an illusion. I believe he walked on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, you can read this yourself. Uh, it's verse 26. They looked and they seen him walking on the sea. They were troubled saying, this is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. Now they weren't crying out to him. 
They were terrified and thought this was an evil spirit, possibly. So they cried out for fear. But Peter answered and said, Lord, if it's you, if it be thou, just bid me to come on the water. Come to thee on the water. So he said, Jesus, I'm going to put this in my words. If you're really walking on the water, you tell me to come. Let me walk on the water to you. And the Bible said the Lord simply said, come. Verse, uh, yes, 29. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. So in this terrible storm that they was facing, winds raging high, seas boisterous, Jesus walks on the water and says, come to me. And Peter stepped out and he too walked on the water. And yes, my friend, I believe Peter walked on the water just like Jesus. And he had no problems until that the Bible said when he saw the wind that was boisterous. So as long as his eyes was on Jesus, Peter walked on water. But as soon as he took his eyes off of Jesus and got his eyes on the boisterous waves or the storm, he began to sink. So I want to say to you today that's listening, no matter how dark the night, no matter how high the sea is raging against you, no matter what kind of trial you're going through, keep your eyes on Jesus. If you'll look to him, look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, and you will be able to walk and tread on whatever it is that's trying to topple your boat. Amen. You'll be able to do that. But when you get your eyes off of the Lord and on the things surrounding you, when you start looking at the trial, you start looking at the storm, you too will probably begin to sink. So the Bible said he began to sink and then he cried out saying, Lord, save me. I've always loved that statement in verse 30. Just three words, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand, caught him, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Now, I know it'd be easy to say, well, no wonder he doubted. I mean, he was no longer standing on the water, but he was sinking in the water. But he never would have sank if he had kept his eyes on Jesus. But it was quickly corrected when he asked God for help. And then not only did the Lord lift him up, the Bible said in the very next verse that when they came into the ship, the wind ceased. So in other words, it was not only Jesus that stepped onto their ship, but it was they. In other words, it was Jesus and it was Peter who had been sinking. 
Both of them stepped on board and immediately the wind ceased. So if you'll just believe God, no matter how dark the night or the storm, how hard is the wind's blowing, when Jesus steps on board, the, the problems will cease. God can cause the winds to quit blowing for you. Thank God for that. And then the Bible said this. When he was coming to the ship, the Bible said they worshiped him saying of a truth, thou art the son of God. And when they were gone over, they came into uh, another land. And so God blessed them not only to, uh, to come out of that great storm, but to get to the other side. And when they got there, there was brought unto him all that was diseased. And they besought Jesus that, and, and look at this verse if you have a Bible. Verse 36, they besought him that, he, and I'm, I'm, I'm reading this rather than quoting it, that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. I love that verse. So as many as touched him, as many as touched, received that touch or, or reached out and touched him. They were perfectly made whole. Praise God. Well, I see my time is quickly coming to a close, so I want to end this episode today talking to you about storms at night. I want to tell you today that, yes, there was a great storm, but there was also a great victory. See, Satan would have liked for that ship to have turned over in the storm and then drowned. And if that wasn't going to happen, he'd have been happy for Peter to have sank and to died. But Jesus came and rescued them in the night, stepped on board, and they lived to go to the other side and pray for many, many others that were sick. So don't be too fretful. Don't be too afraid. If you're in a dark, dark night in a dark, dark storm, Jesus is able to step out of the shadows and step into your life, to your situation, and he can cause the storm to cease for you and bring victory to your life. Thank God. Yes, it was a dark night, but even in the darkness, Jesus showed up. So look up today and believe God, no matter how dark the trial is you're facing. I believe the Lord's able to show up. I hope it was a blessing to you today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode, and please tune in with us again on the next episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. God bless you is my prayer. I pray the blessings of God rest on your life, and I pray that you have a great rest of your day. Thank you.